Welcome to Let Go, Lean In, my transformational leadership podcast. You are getting to hear these last four episodes of 2021. I invite you to slow down and take inventory in your work, your life, and your faith as you prepare to finish this year well and begin 2022 invigorated and inspired. Listen in. Well, hi, I'm glad you're here. This is episode 68, a second in a four-part series called Taking Inventory. Here we are at the end of 2021 a year that many of us had different hopes for and has turned out very differently than we may have planned, looked forward to, all of those things. And last week in the episode 67, I mentioned that we were going to focus on what was working well first before we took a look at what isn't working well. And there's a reason that I did it that way, and I mentioned it in that episode, that we have a negativity bias, and we are prone to finding the things that aren't working well. So it was important to stop and acknowledge and celebrate the things in our lives, in our work, in our life, in our faith, that have been going well. And so I hope that you took the time to make a list and name each thing because that actually can become your gratitude list, which you can add to every day if you're a list maker like that. But for today's episode, we're going to talk more about that negativity bias and making the list of what isn't going well and then talk about what are some action steps to deal with the things that aren't going well. So here we go. What isn't working well? On any given day, I can tell you very quickly what isn't working well for me. And I imagine I am not that different from you. It's easier to pay attention to a stubbed toe than it is for us to pay attention to a beautiful flower. There's something in our hardwiring that causes us to pay attention to the things that need change. It's probably safety, probably, you know, helping us stay alive longer. There are lots of reasons for it, and there's been a lot of research regarding it. But for our purposes, just take a minute to acknowledge top of mind the things that aren't going well. Hopefully the list isn't too long, but I imagine that like me, I can come up with five things right off the bat. I'm not happy with my rhythms. I'm not happy with the way that I'm showing up for myself on a regular basis. I'm not happy with how the dog chewed up the Christmas tree lights. I'm not happy with his access to the top of the table now that he's bigger. There, There's four right there. 
your five things are going to look different than mine. But what do we do with it once we've acknowledged, yeah, this, this isn't working well. Maybe it's a system of how you are managing your people and you're noticing because of the pandemic that the ways that you've been interacting with your, your team have not been going the way that you would like them to. It could be personal. It could be professional. It could also be in the area of how you're practicing your faith. Maybe you're feeling disengaged because perhaps your community hasn't been meeting in person or you're weary of the ways that you have been connecting with others and with your spiritual life. Any of those areas need to be acknowledged of what isn't working well before you're able to make any real and lasting change. First, always say what is. Then you can look at any one of those points on that list and make a choice. Which one is going to be the easiest to make changes? Which one's going to be the most challenging? Some people will tell you, do the hard thing first. Some people will tell you to knock the easy ones off your list so that you have motivation to continue. You have to find the right way for you. But the idea of taking inventory, making a list, and then developing action steps, that's the honest way of making change. You can have conversations with people and talk about how this isn't working well and I wish this would change. But until you put it down in writing and you take the time to analyze it and address it and make action steps, it will only be a wish. And you can take action on items that you've identified. Otherwise, it's just a weird feeling and something's not right and I'm not sure what it is. Now, using Enneagram speak, we know that there are three centers of intelligence, your head, your heart, and your body. And I mentioned that before that you can kind of check in with the clues that any of those centers give you regarding how something's going. If you get a terrible feeling in your gut that this is just not working, pay attention to that signal. It's a way of getting your attention and keeping you safe. So let's use a hypothetical. I mentioned my rhythms. Right now, at the end of the year, I honestly get tired of doing things in a routine way. I could be the only one that struggles with this, but I'm using this for your hypothetical. It is my real, but hypothetical for you. So what I like to do is acknowledge what's going well in my rhythms 
and what isn't. And for me, I've recognized that there are places where I've been avoiding doing the action steps that I previously established. So here's my workaround. Saying what is, recognizing that I can do something different, and making a new plan. So for the month of December, my new plan is adjusting not only my wake-up time, but then also my times during the day where I'm going to adjust my availability to others so that I can get my work done uninterrupted. Because I have been allowing different kinds of interruptions allowing people to have access where formerly I would have made myself unavailable for a period of time to get writing work done and some other obligations. So for me, in December, I'm adapting my calendar in such a way to remind me that I need time free of distraction in order to get work accomplished. That's my real, and that might be a hypothetical for you, but recognizing what doesn't work, identifying the aspects, and addressing it, creating an action plan, those are ways that are very practical, not new to you, I'm sure, but I just want to reiterate that when you take inventory at the end of something and look at what hasn't been going well, you can then make some changes. Now, maybe yours are more long-term changes rather than a short-term, like the hypothetical that I identified. And it's going to take more of an effort on your part to sort through what's not working well and how to make changes looking forward into the beginning of the new year, 2022. Paying attention to those areas rather than avoiding is good leadership, self-leadership and leadership of others. Being able to say what is, make adjustments, and take those action steps. That's not hard in one sense, but it is taxing in terms of attention span when there are things that are drawing your attention in different directions. So freeing yourself from distractions and interruptions may be a key factor for you in this time of the year. Another point that I think is very valuable in recognizing what's not going well is whether or not it is an emotional response rather than a cognitive or physiological response. Back to those centers of intelligence, if you pay attention to the clues that your body, your mind, and your heart give you, then you can take the action that is most appropriate. Lots of times we ignore the signals until it gets to be painful. So that may be something for you to practice paying attention. 
It's an interesting time of the year. We call it in the Christian calendar, Advent. And it's the time of preparation for the coming of the Christ child. And it is also a time of recognizing what needs to be let go of, how to make room for that baby to come into your life. And interestingly enough, practicing making room requires slowing down, paying attention, checking in with yourself, with your heart, with your mind, with your body, and making adjustments where needed. So in this season, as I'm inviting you to take inventory, I hope that you will give yourself the space that is helpful to you so that you can enter into this ending of the year with openness, with a peaceful mind and heart and body. Thanks for listening. Thank you for being here for this episode of Let Go, Lean In. As I mentioned at the beginning, this is one of four episodes focusing on taking inventory. And I invite you in your preparation in this season to consider the ways that you both want to finish well and then begin again at the onset of 2022 and I invite you to consider joining a coaching group focused on using the Enneagram in application not simply as a I know my number but what difference does it make and so in 2022 I will be hosting coaching groups focused on the Enneagram. And if you're at all interested in participating in that, you can message me through email at lisa at lisalewiscoaching.com and let me know that you're interested. I'll be posting other ways to sign up for a coaching group and all the details that are necessary to know whether or not it's something you can afford time-wise and finance-wise and emotion bandwidth-ways. Another offering I invite you to consider is if you are a member of a team or a leader of a team, you can use the Enneagram as a tool to help everyone on your team understand one another better work more effectively together and develop your team in their relationships with one another regarding respect empathy uh, consideration of what others need it's an amazing tool and I am available to do team workshops either remotely or in person, depending on where we're at with COVID. So that's something for you to consider. And again, if you are interested in learning about either group coaching around the Enneagram or talking more about a team approach to 
to using the Enneagram, you can contact me, Lisa, L-I-S-A, at LisaLewisCoaching.com. Thanks for listening.